Hi, um, welcome for another episode of More to the Story. I'm Farron Moore. I'm to hear more. We're the Moors. Um, yes. No relation. <laughs> Just happened to find each other. Yeah. It was like, let's do a show. Um, okay. <clears throat> I, I think I need to take a Zyrtec. But anyway. My hands, my hands super fucking ashy. Um, I want to start off by reading uh, uh, an email from a listener. Okay. Uh, about a previous episode. Yes. Travail. Hi, friend. Thank you for writing us. Um, so he goes, hey, what's going on, y'all? Really enjoy the shows, and I miss Zooming with the homies like crazy. Uh, but to the episode y'all just did on More to the Story, I feel like it depends. And he's talking about the cancel culture episode. Mm -hmm. So, um, but also at the end of the day, most of what these celebs say and do have no effect on my life. To me, I determine for myself who I will still rock with or not. For instance, I absolutely will not listen to R. Kelly. Yeah. What that dude did to those young girls is absolutely gross and, to me, unforgivable. But at the same time, I'm not God. I honestly will probably even stop listening to Chris Brown as well because I can't rock with someone that beats women. And it seems like that's how that nigga moves. Yeah. It's disgusting and shows that he is a very weak individual. Now, certain things for me personally, especially if it was years ago, maybe even a decade or so ago, if that person has shown that they changed or are at least trying to, I may still support. But I'm no one special, definitely not perfect. But at the end of the day, I feel like people need to have their own minds and not just jump on the trains just because they peeps do or someone they feel like they look up to. Because when it's all said and done, and not to get religious, but God is the only judge. Anyway, much love to y'all. I appreciate the shows and y'all just being real and yourselves. As a 34-year-old man who grew up in the hood of Chicago and moved across the country, surrounded by white people who lose their minds if they can't get their coffee the exact way they want, y'all are truly a breath of fresh air. Stay up. Thank you. One of these calling from Chicago. Not Chicago, but... Uh... Seattle. Maybe it was Seattle. They don't get their coffee. They go. They go. They go a different type of crazy. Is, is it because I mean, I, is that like the coffee capital or something? I know Starbucks started there, right? Yeah. But is that like a mm -hmm. big, a big coffee hub? I don't know. I just all the ones we we saw when we were up there. That, those those were different type of Starbucks lines. They, oh really? Yeah, they be going. The, the lines be aggressive. And they got like little coffee. Um, what do you call those things? Like huts. Like on parking lots, you just yeah. like, yeah, you just pull up. But it's like, it's literally just big enough to do coffee. They take me somewhere nice like Seattle so I can see the stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> is Seattle nice? I don't know anything. It's, it's, it has parts. <laughs> it has parts. Yeah. Whenever I think about uh, that part, I just think Twilight. See, I just think Frasier. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I like Frazier. I don't care what y'all say. Frazier was a great show. No, I feel like a lot of people mess, like a, yeah. a lot of people mess with Frazier. People Frasier. be trying to like, act like they don't like Frazier. Frazier was a very well written show. It, very quick with it. It was. It. It I, was. It. I still find myself watching it. Well, actually, I won't even say still. I did not watch it until I started watching it with you. Yeah. And now I get down with Frazier. But I get what Travell's saying, man. Mm -hmm. You know, people think for themselves. I completely understand what he's saying about. R. Kelly, and I struggle with the whole Chris Brown thing, too. Only because, you know, like, you want to give a person a chance to redeem themselves and all of that, but at the same time, like, bro, it does seem sometimes that people get stuck in their ways or they don't. Like, we don't know if he tried to get any therapy or, you know, anything like that, but, mm -hmm. you know, when things continue to present themselves, you'd be like, mm -hmm. Right, right. You because, know, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just people, we're individuals, but together, we're an audience. And if we're supporting something like that, then we're saying, hey, we're okay with that. Or we're fine with overlooking this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we dropped the ball so hard with R. Kelly a decade we ago. Did, yeah. It's like you have to be present and cognizant of those type of things when they start to rear their ugly head. And you have to address it, you know. Yeah. So 
you know, shout out to Travell, man, for, you know, thinking for himself and also having his own opinion and not being a sheep. <laughs> right. Good job. And thank you for writing us. Yeah, thank you for writing us, Travell. Bye-bye-bye-bye. Okay, so today I want to get into thrill-seeking personality traits. Oh, wait, I thought we was going to do the episode where we thank all the people. We're not going to do that episode? Oh, no, because I kind of bounced back and I was like, man, I like your idea of making it a bonus episode. Okay, so, so just for the Patreon, we got letters and thank yous and stuff, and we're just going to give y'all shouts out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the squirrel comes and sits on his balcony and just looks at us like, what's up, y'all? I ain't just want to uppercut him. Y'all ain't gonna feed me? I don't like when he's out there touching stuff. He, he almost a, he knocked a over small. a chair. He almost knocked over a chair? Yes. I'm assuming it's the same squirrel. Yeah, it's that little flimsy uh, tail. His tail looks like he's got alopecia. <laughs> it's a very sad little tail. <laughs> like His tail looks like the look Christmas tree from my little Christmas tree on my special Christmas the, the episode the, of... The Christmas story? Christmas oh, story. You, are you talking about Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown. Oh, Charlie Brown tree then. Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you was. <laughs> My favorite Christmas tree. I don't know what it was. <laughs> whatever that, whatever that, that that one is called. I think it's just Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, well, it was a sad yeah. tree on Charlie Brown. It, that's what it looked like. It were a sad tree. It really were. So real sickening. Jumping out the plane with no no parachute. <laughs> nope. That's immediately what you think of when you think, like, what would be, I feel like you have a, a well, the technical term, actual term is sensation seeking, but the, I feel like you have a, a sensation seeking side. Like I've seen proof of you jumping off a cliff into water, not knowing how to swim. Yeah. I've done plenty of things. <laughs> Even the, the, the water tubing or bumper tubing and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Snorkeling, uh, no. driving through East St. Louis <laughs> in a regular car, not bulletproof. Uh, going to clubs in St. Louis after 10 p.m. <sighs> um, yeah, all those things. So, it, it marrying somebody from Belleville. Um, what else is thrill seeking? Um, so you've had the best of luck with your thrill seeking <laughs> adventures. <laughs> And I just keep forcing guys' hand, like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> guys like, all right, all right, nigga. All right. He goes, show you fat meat's greasy. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, okay. So, it, just the whole realizing that people have this personality trait. I need to keep my hands down because they're so ashy. Um, just realizing that this was a whole personality trait um, and different levels in people uh, stemmed from the study of mind control. It's weird. Right. So it started out with um, just these researchers sitting people in um, a dark, just, soundproof room mm-hmm. for long for you know extended amounts of time just to see how they would respond that is not my type of tea i would, <laughs> I would not have signed up for that no matter how much right they were. i was i would that was a question i was going to ask you like how do you think you would do just sit in there no music no one to, to sleep. talk to no but you can only sleep for so long Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how long are these periods of time? I was thinking you were talking about, like, a couple hours. Like, they put them in there for, like, two, three no, hours. No, like, they said that it, some people were able to sit in there for, like, hours upon hours. I found nothing that told me the exact amount of time um, that they did it. And maybe it was just to see until the person tapped out. Mm. It was like, you know, I can't take it anymore. But before they did that, they, they you know, watched their... Their reaction to it. So wait, some, they, were they, was the room dark? It was dark. So no what were they sound. watching? What were they watching? Like Nothing, thermal? Just, no, I'm saying like what were the the, the researchers oh, watching? Oh, I knew that was gonna happen. Um, that's probably that's probably all they. Or they had like a night vision camera situation. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about night vision. Right. I forgot we got that technology. You know what I'm saying? Getting it. Mm, um, I think. But yeah, so. They um, did that, and some people they realized like some people could sit there for hours upon hours and it not bother them at all. Mm-hmm. And some people like after about.
about an hour in, they were fidgety and like just anxious or just bored and showed signs that, you know, like they needed some type of stimulus, mm -hmm. stimuli, stimulus, stimuli is the plural, right? I think so. Yes. Okay. So, um, they, that's how they got to the point of, and I say, I keep saying they, but it really stemmed with, uh, Marvin Zuckerman, a researcher out of Montreal. They realized there are four components to sensation seeking personality. Like it's a pretty, um, complex personality trait. So there's the people who seek um, thrills and adventures, and those are like your uh, your base jumping people, mm -hmm. folks. That's just you know. I used the, to do that. You used to do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You got pictures? No, no. I mean, back then it was just like GoPros, and I didn't get a GoPro. I was just like. It was just GoPros. There were no. There was nothing else. No other type of camera. Were you by yourself? Were there yeah, people yeah. involved? Did they take video? It was. They I, take I, was I was going with this. this Who are majority, they? Can we call them up? Majority, majority of white people. It was a group. That, Can we call them? Are they? Still uh, I think. The, I think the group uh, assembled. It was a. Uh -huh. It was on Facebook. I but not even one person is still around. Oh, Facebook. Can you pull yeah. it up? Can you? The group's not, it's not together anymore. But just like one of the people, you don't know. The nah, I didn't. I didn't really. I wasn't cool with nobody there. You weren't cool with nobody, but you trusted them enough to base jump. I mean, it was like, hey, we're doing this, and I'll just show up. So I, I never really spoke in the group, never really made any posts, so I never really established any connections with them. Just that part alone crumbles your life. How? Because you are not the I don't talk to people type person. No. You I would just, not show up to some shit like that and not talk. No, no, I would. I wanted to seem mysterious. You wanted to seem mysterious? Yeah. They had said what color they were going to wear and all that, and I just wore all black. So you made yourself stand out more. That's not mysterious. Yeah. You brought nobody, attention to Nobody yourself. knew who I was, but I was all up in the group. Mm. And somebody looked and was like, oh, he's him. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you so much. That story is bullshit, but I hate you. And I hate you. No buts. And I hate you. Um. So these are like the, the people that, you know, yeah. take a whole whole lot of risk with little thought of consequences of what they have to lose mm -hmm. yes do you think this is a mental thing do you think it's a in a sense of like this is something that could be rectified with medication or therapy or you think that's just innately who they are and it's not something that they're doing to necessarily die it's just that's what releases the endorphins for them um I think it's their their happy place, like because everything um, I've read it was pretty much like what we can learn from sensation seeking people, and um, I mean, as long as it's not like a, an addiction type deal, because then the waters get muddy. Mm -hmm. Like I remember watching some show about this guy who went um i don't know the proper term he did a he jumped out of a plane with a parachute is that parachuting is that mm -hmm. is it skydiving yeah there you go um he went skydiving with his girlfriend her parachute didn't open he watched her die um before he even hit the ground but it became like a and he was already very much into it it was something he did several times like a year but he became like addicted to it some weird way because of that mm. it was like super strange and so then it be it, you know then it was an issue because right. it was like taking over his life he couldn't get anything else done because that's what he wanted to do so i feel like as long as it's not there and i can't even say you're not putting yourself in danger or jumping out of a plane it's by I, definition, put yourself in danger. But. After seeing your girlfriend die, you, you see her shooting out over and you see her hit the ground and you go back for seconds, you're like, yeah, more of this. Yeah, you need to see somebody. Yeah. It's something so, that traumatic should definitely turn you away from it. it, it yeah, you, know. you would think. You would definitely think. Um, so then after that, which this, 
I'm not super clear on the distinction between the thrill and adventure seeking and the experience seeking because it seems like it's all in one but then again maybe not because I'm not super I feel like I would skydive mm. like I feel like I would that would be something I would do one and done type situation but then you also know like I love new experiences I love trying new things so yeah. Maybe if I think of it that way, but the way it was explained in this Berkeley um, article kind of murked it up for me a little bit. But uh, so there's the experience seeking. That's a second component to this personality trait. Um, and those who just like kind of get um, restless with um, mo monotony. They want something new, so there's like always looking to do something else, something, and it also they kind of they overlap quite a bit. Mm. And it's this other one, disinhibition is another one, um, and it involves like uh, your ability to like be spontaneous, um, and you just basically you just want like a, a no rules type. Mm -hmm. of life ex of experience okay. or sometimes even life which I wonder if that's um if that that I feel like the kink well actually probably all of it but this makes me think of the kink world of the kind of the the sex club dungeon type mm -hmm. situations like there's no rules here the things that i'm not allowed to do out there right everything's goes you know there. everything goes in here um but it did say that the disinhibition people are more injury prone mm. because of that like they don't they don't want to be stopped from doing whatever um so they, uh, <laughs> did you know there's a, something called a world naked bike ride? That sounds painful. Yeah. But that's the type of shit that the um, disinhibited people. That one sounds more like a lifestyle in a sense of like going places, doing things, just like living life, being single, that type of thing. Whereas mm -hmm. the second one sounds more like, you know, trying to do restaurants flying to this city to do this event and all mm -hmm. of that type of stuff. And then the first one sounds like the thrill seeking, like jumping out of a plane, uh, paragliding, mm -hmm. uh, things that would be considered by most people like, well, I ain't doing that crazy shit. Or, I ain't doing that white people shit. Like, <laughs> like that type of stuff. That's, yeah. what, that's what it sounds like. And I could definitely see how they all would overlap. Yeah. I would be terrified of a person that fits in all three categories. Right. I think that we all have traits that would like relate to all three let uh all three three categories but like a person that like has a hundred percent in all three categories watch out because i feel like you're maybe like is there a thrill seeking quiz let me point y'all to a thrill seeking quiz i feel like you'd be 10 percent of the first one 85 percent of the second one, and then maybe like 5% of the last one. Are you talking about me? Mm -hmm. Run that back. 10% of the first one, 85% uh -huh. of the second one, and 5% of the last one. Okay, but wait. That was only three. There's a fourth one. Oh, shit. I, I jumped the gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one is the boredom, boredom susceptibility. And this is basically... Uh, a person's ability to um, to tolerate the absence of a external stimuli. Oh yeah, you're not in that one. <laughs> so, um, nah, I did it right. Like, <laughs> like they uh, dislike repetition. For example, mm -hmm. they they couldn't do the same food too many times in a row. Mm -hmm. um, hate routine tasks. Because mm -hmm. uh, I actually think I would fit into this one. Mm. Um, they tire easily of predictable or boring people. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, get restless when things are the same. Like, it, it's just, they have a fear of being bored, basically. Mm -hmm. And just have to be doing something, have to be entertained or mm -hmm. entertaining in some way. 
Um, but they had me at that, uh, the same food too many times in a row thing. Because you know how much I hate that. Um, yeah, but you'll do it. I know we've had Dave's like two, three times one week and yeah. Chipotle a couple times in one week. I guess. Mm -hmm. But I even like switch up like the flavors of things I get though. Yeah. I don't even stay consistent with that. I may be getting from the same restaurant, but I won't always get the same thing. Okay. Like, Fair you enough. know, you'll pull up at a restaurant and want the same thing every time I you trust go. it. I know that's good. And me, I'm like, if I'm tell hungry, me what else you got. If I'm hungry, I'm going with the tried and true. I'm not finna like, oh, so this Melly Melly. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> what was that? Melly Melly. What is a Maui Maui? It's the fish, right? Mahi Mahi. Them Mahi Mahi. <laughs> Um, I was like, is that a dish that you saw in Hawaii? The, so, those are, where y'all, where, where do you, think about yourself, where do you add up or stack up in that? Um, you know what else I thought of? I was like, uh, people, I mean, it, it probably presents itself a lot earlier in life, you know, they just tested adults, but think about like, you know, kids who got whoopings, you knew what was going to get you in trouble, mm -hmm. but it's still like, uh, I'm still going, right. Mm -hmm. You know, like when I'm messing with you and you be like, keep it up here. And I'm like, tell me what you're going to do so I can see if it's, <laughs> if see if it's worth it. <laughs> because if the punishment's not that bad, then I'm still going to do. Yeah, you're a psychopath. <laughs> you're a masochist though. You're a different type. What? No, that's extreme. <laughs> oh my goodness so it's so quiet i feel like i need i don't know a lawnmower or something to go off in the background but anyway the uh this berkeley article actually got into like what i brought up earlier that what we could learn from mm -hmm. um from sensation seekers mm -hmm. It says that they have more of a go with the flow type of um, attitude mm -hmm. towards things. Uh, basically, it seems like they don't overthink. Yeah. Oh, overthink their actions and get lost in the in the what ifs of things. It's I can just, see that. Yeah. Um, feel we could learn to feel the awe. Mm. And it says one of the key unifying themes um, that were that was found was that high sensation seekers um, on high sensation seekers is that the daily activities they engage in provide a sense of awe, like mm. you know, like that, this is amazing mm -hmm. type um, feeling, and you know that kind of feels good to just be like, ah, this is. Like with how I feel sometimes, especially if I go somewhere, go hiking somewhere new mm -hmm. or do a trail that's, you know, challenging for me. It's like, this is, not only does this view is amazing, but I accomplished this. Yeah, you know? I can see that. <clears throat> um, yeah. And, um, but also understanding that not liking something isn't the worst thing that could happen to you. So mm -hmm. it's like worth trying out whatever it is. But in, you know, like just assuming you you wouldn't like it versus doing it and learning you don't like it are two mm -hmm. totally different things. And so they're more so I'm going to try it. And if I don't like it, then that's fine. It's, you that's know. how a lot of people got into cocaine. By that logic right there. <laughs> try it. If I don't like it, then I won't do it again. If I do like it, I'll come up with a schedule, and then two weeks later, they're a cokehead. So. <laughs> that's, right. that's what you think? Have mm -hmm. you talked to any cokeheads? Uh, no, I have. Uh, but about this specifically? Yes. You're such a liar. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy you lie so much on camera. So, look, he has a tail, y'all. What's my tail? I can't put it to words, but you have a tail. Your face is usually around your around your mouth. It does something when you're lying, like you're trying to hold it together, 
or your lies are funny to you, so you're trying to hold back a laugh or something. It's something you do around around your mouth that does something when you're lying. Okay. We own to you, you, you motherfucker. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's the um. Those are the things we can learn from our sensation-seeking friends. Um, I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like maybe growing up in a hood was enough for me. I've always kind of been kind of timid with certain things, like going outside of my comfort level, experiencing certain things. Because where I grew up, it was just it was scary enough. Like it, it made me hyper vigilant when it comes to like going to new places. Finding the exit, you know, going into a place, see how many people there, how many people I need to, like, consider as a threat from that, mm -hmm. and 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 moving on from there because it's like, well, this this week, mm -mm. okay, um, I don't know, like I just I, I a lot of new places, especially like if it's a club or something, I can't go in there and like completely let my guard down. I know, like you go to a club. The music good, you're gonna immediately go to the dance floor. Mm -hmm. And just how I was built, I, I'm gonna sit and scope the room first, see what niggas gonna be a problem, who might be getting loud. You can't scope out the room while you're headed to the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, see you. See you too. You can't do that? Uh, if I go out to the dance floor doing this right here, I'm a target. And <laughs> like, oh, we, we for sure robbing his ass later. Yeah, this music's rocking. You'll have me going out to the dance See floor <laughs> doing jazz hands. Step on stage. They'd be like, yeah, we definitely gonna rob his ass. They wouldn't even, they didn't, wouldn't even worry about it. They wouldn't even put it in their plan. And they just be like, hey, man. We're going to rob the shit out of you later. What's that thing you said the uh, the kids in Atlanta are saying? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> if you're ever in Atlanta and you see kids on the little scooters, uh, and like if you and your lady walking or you and your homies walking, it's like two of y'all, three of y'all, you see a group of five or six kids on the scooter, and they be like, yes, sir. They finna get your ass. <laughs> Run to the nearest building. You know, get on the phone with the police, tell them where you're at, give them your location. If you got own store, do that from your phone. Because them niggas finna get your ass. Atlanta's do changed. Do you even think that? Like, the... You want like, robbing that? people. No, I do not. I'm saying the act of robbing people is... I'm pretty sure that falls on this whole um, sensation-seeking spectrum. I think, I, think it, I think there might be some people who... You, who, who get off on it in a sense. I think most niggas is just in it for the monetary gain. Wow. And they never expect someone to, like, resist them. I just saw a video yesterday. Last night on Instagram, this dude was on the parking lot. He was talking to, I think, two chicks. And, like, this gray Dodge, is it Caliber? The little small one? No, I think the Caliber was, like, the truck. But it's the little four-door Dodge that's smaller than the Challenger. Uh, back in back like block their their escape and this dude hops out you can tell the way he hops out he's like man y'all finna up that shit right and the guy in the front seat he gets out the car too and one of the chicks takes out running she runs around the car other chicks like backing up and the dude drops his bag he grabs his gun first and he shoots the would-be robbers so one of them looks like he caught it in the chest he's like boom right and the other one's like boom he's all in the car and they both run around the car run away and the car drives off but he got one of them, if not both of them. Shit. Yeah. Niggas think they just, they, they, everybody thinks everybody's just going to be a victim. Y'all just going to get up off, wow. get off get up someone's personal uh, property. But he was not having it that day. Wow. Yeah. It's real out here. It was something like that. It was like, uh, you can't even be like, oh, you, you deserve that. It's just like, it's just all yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's just all bad. I don't know. I, mean, I just kind of could be. Kind of could be like you deserve it. Here's my thing. Like, like I, 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 I hate thieves. I despise the people that breaking cars, people that breaking houses, people that would that that would be would be robbers. 
I, this is a special place in hell for y'all, man. It's right next to Meter Maze. Y'all are just different type of people. They are just trying to make a living and support. I remember family. telling my mom, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be a parking meter maid or something like that. She was like, I would rather you sell drugs. Are you serious? Mm hmm. We don't, we, they're bad. It's just. Wait, bad. so why are you so against them if you wanted to be one? If you aspired I was just kidding. To be I, was, I was just <laughs> kidding. I would much rather sell dope. I would much rather look over my you shoulder for the rest of my life. You had pictures of meter maids on your vision board for the first. 10 years of your adult life. And what I got to say is it's, they work for the county. It's hard to get fired when you work for the county. You know, got benefits. You said it's hard to get fired? When you work for the county, yeah. So they Who work for the county. That? How you know? Now I talk to a lot of people that work for the county. They get those like county jobs. All, all the I, counties is like that? They get those county jobs. Counties for big cities. Oh. Shit. <laughs> Them but, county jobs they be in that job for 30, 40 years. You talking about questions? Yeah. Take my word for it. Shit. You ain't got to fact check everything. I know you make up stuff. So I just be wanting to see how deep into it you actually are. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> but I did uh, like that I saw, because you know, when you think of the, the thrill seeking people, you automatically think of folks who skydive or, or want to climb mm -hmm. um, mountains and stuff. And it's like, oh, so you you want to die. Would you climb Mount Everest? I would not. You wouldn't? I'm not doing that shit. Is it because of the terrain and the experience needed to, you know, complete something like that? Absolutely. I yeah. would not ever be that invested in getting What about the weather? Do you think you could have you could have managed the weather if it wasn't so steep? No. Oh, too cold? It, yes. I went back to to Saint Louis once during the winter. The, mm. in the, all the years I've been gone, and yeah. I have purposely not gone back. I don't like snow like that. <laughs> like I just, I hate how dirty it get when your tires be all littered and shit. And you yes, gotta warm up the car before you go out there. And uh, I'm not saying that you, you actually don't have to do that shit now. Like the most most new vehicles, you used to do that back in the day with the older the older cars. You gotta actually let the the engine heat up. Uh, more so than anything, but these new cars, you ain't got to do that shit with. You can get hop in your vehicle and go. The motherfuckers are equipped for that. I will say, I remember when Melody was living in Alaska. Melody is my, my younger sister, uh, with my, my beautiful nephew and niece. Melody was living in Alaska, and she was telling me that the cars are manufactured differently up there. They have, uh, the, the batteries are, are, are designed differently. They have more amperage to actually survive the winters, and their windshields are thicker. I never even thought about that. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, their windshields are thicker because the extreme cold right. will crack the the, the the regular small or yeah. thin windshield. So they have thicker windshields. They have uh, uh, bigger amperage bat batteries. Mm -hmm. uh, they have places because they have the, what is it, three months, 30 days of darkness or 30 days of light. It's one of the two. Mm -hmm. It's either th 30 days or three months. I'm pretty sure it's 30 days. But because of that, they have places to go in a community that, that simulate fake light, fake sunlight, so you don't have to be sitting in 30 days of darkness, which is crazy. Yeah. Is it 30 days? It is, yeah. Yeah. Because six months, I mean, three months would be intense for both. So you got 30 days of light and 30 days of dark. And that is just, that's a lot. That sounds absolutely horrible. That's why they letting people live there and they paying them for it. They going to tell you it's because they're drilling there and it's, it's, they're paying you to drill there. This is because they know. Alaska has one of the highest, if not the highest, rate of suicide because of that. Really? Yep. Thirty days of dark. Oh, but it says I just looked it up, and so yeah, it has about actually two months of darkness in the winter from about mid November to mid January, and in summer it says the sun doesn't completely set for about eighty-two days. So that's oh, that's pretty much three months. That's three months. So I'm sorry, two months of darkness, three months. Of light. Yes. And that's roughly from like early May to all the way through July. So you definitely need blackout curtains. Yeah. Blackout curtains. We were in, damn, where were we at? Uh, it says Pardon Canada. We had did a show up there in 2019. And I remember we, it was a shit show because we had to change planes in, I don't know if it was Toronto or Quebec, whatever. We had to change plans there. But we're thinking like we're just gonna change plans, no planes. So we thought we were just gonna be able to go to one terminal to another, or you know, one board in there to another. We actually had to get off, 
go through customs, get our bags, recheck in. It took so long, we missed our flight. We missed our connecting flight. Mm -hmm. So we had to book another flight, recheck our bags, barely catch that flight, land. We landed when the show was supposed to be starting. We had the driver come get us, drove us there. We ran through the mall. I got on slides <laughs> running through a mall because the, the comedy club was in the mall. So we get there, and they were like, all right, guys, we're going to start the show in 15 minutes. I got on slides. And all our luggage is in the uh, the vehicle. We just mm -hmm. hopped out and ran. So I run back through the mall, found a champs, just buy some Adidas, some substance Smiths, and I get dressed, and we start the show, mm -hmm. just like that. It was freaking horrible. So we finished the show. We finished the show probably about nine thirty, nine thirty ten. We go to the hotel, check into the hotel about ten, uh, fifteen, ten twenty. Get to the room. It's still light outside, my nigga. It's still bright. Birds <laughs> chirping. Wow. So the sun didn't that start. Terrible. It didn't start oh. setting to like 1045. I think it might have been dark by 1115. And we had like a 5 a.m. flight. Oh, that sounded terrible. So, and so you didn't have blackout curtains. They did. They, oh, did. they Absolutely did. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was crazy. But it, because it's so bright outside, it feels like everything should still be open. I think some of the guys walk to, like, uh, I forgot what they got in, in Canada. Uh, it's not like a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. It's like a Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, but I forgot what it's called. Mm -hmm. They walk there, and it was closed, and it's just like, it's, it's freaking people. I was like, why are they closed? It's still it's still daytime. It's not. It's night. <laughs> it's 11 15. <laughs> wow. Um, I did realize, though, that I would not mind a trip to Antarctica. Antarctica, not Alaska? I, I think it's because of a movie I watched recently. Um, I think it's like, Where'd You Go, Bernadette or something. But they just made it look so beautiful and so amazing. Which one? Like, wait, is Antarctica at the top or the bottom? The bottom. Yeah, I don't think you can go. Why not? It's not open to, to like... Is it at the... Let's see. Let's see think, if I'm wrong. I don't Where think you can go to Antarctica. Antarctica is like... Yes, you can. Like sacred. They only let you go so far, though. Like, you have to be like some special level yeah. researcher to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. So, because it's been a while since we've been in school. Don't judge us. Um, I don't give a fuck if you judge. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get there on your own. How about that? But, yeah, I feel like I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. See, here's my thing with Antarctica. Uh, all the countries were trying to take over everything and now we got our own little space and they was like, well, I want Antarctica. I want Antarctica. And then somebody went to Antarctica and was like, nigga, we don't want that. As a matter of fact, we shouldn't let people go. Mm -hmm. Alright, so all the countries got together and was like, alright, sovereign rights, sovereign rights, sovereign rights. You can't go here. You can't go here. <laughs> it's something in Antarctica, bro. You think so? I know so. You think it's like, um... <laughs> What was it? Tomorrow War? I'm ruining this movie for y'all. Sorry. Oh, man. No, but, I, I, think, I think it's like Stranger World. I mean, Stranger Things. Stranger Things? I think something but, no, is... No, I'm saying, like, you think it's some type of alien spaceship, like, oh, that's buried in the ice. Man, I don't know. I think... I think that yeah, there... you can go to the Antarctic Peninsula. Sorry, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I think it's something there that they can't explain, like, the mac, the, the, the needles on, on compasses just be doing shh like that. Really? And there's some energy field that they can't explain where it's coming from and like that. Because to say this place in America, I mean, this place on earth is someplace that you can't go. And they can't tell you why. They're just saying you're not allowed to be there. You don't have clearance for that. Where everywhere else in the world, unless it's an indigenous uh, race there that says no, you can go to. Other than like North Korea, but like, come on, bro. You know, you're trying to go to North Korea. You go to North Korea, you mess around, never come back. So, why this one place that doesn't belong to any one country, who gives them the authority to say you can't go there? That's like, I don't know if it's the, 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 the UN or the World Council, I don't know who it is, but like, you cannot go to certain places in, in, in Antarctica. And right. that's scary. You can't. Yeah. That's scary. They even bring about. that up in the movie. Um... Where'd you go, burn dead? I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. Mm -hmm. But the, I mean, because 
her family planned a vacation to go to Antarctica. So you, there is a part where tourists can go safely and get back home. But then there's another part where they're like, you have to be a special level researcher mm -hmm. to get to. And have clearance. Yeah. Paperwork, all and that. then it's another part, like the South Pole. Like nobody can go there unless you're like some top-notch researcher yes, team yeah. and you got all this clearance and shit. I don't want to go anywhere like that. Ooh. I mean, it'd be a cool story for all of, like, five minutes. Like, yeah, let me tell you about the trip to Antarctica. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we went there. It was ice. Oh. And penguins. And lots of snow. It was cold as hell. But it was cool. That's what's up. Cool. And there's penguins. So we ordering pizza tonight? Or what, what we just doing? go. That's. You don't care about the penguins? No, nah, not really. I mean, you can see penguins at the zoo. <laughs> the place they're not supposed to be. And you can see penguins in South Africa. They're warm climate penguins. True. So, nah, I ain't really... See happy yeah. feet. Really. <laughs> happy penguins. feet also made me want to go to Antarctica. Really? Oh yes. You need to get these penguins and figure out how to talk to them and see what the fuck is in Antarctica. <laughs> you, th you think the penguins in on it? I don't think they in on it, but I think they seen some shit. Some niggas be walking like this. That's why they saw penguins probably used to walk regular. Now they walking like this. The fucking droids. <laughs> Just Whatever stop. they see, it was stop. like... How dare you defame those, <laughs> those <well> -dressed, <laughs> sweet baby... Those well-dressed animals. Right. Those sweet baby tuxedoed animals. Um, oh, so I found a, a thrill-seeking quiz on buzz.drkencarter... Well, not doctor. drkencarter.com. Buzz. Just made him a doctor. Well, I'm assuming that's what DR stands for. Jesus, man. See, yep, it says Dr. Ken Carter, mm. clinical psychologist, speaker, and science writer. I don't know who he is or what he stands for, so I'm not trying to plug this. One picture also. looks like the beginning of 127 but, hours. <laughs> yeah, it does. That sound. <laughs> that sound was just horrible in that movie. I don't remember that sound. Uh, when I only he had watched to, it once. It was that's one of those movies like I don't ever. Toward the to end, see this when he movie. had to cut it, he was like. Really? Yeah. I do not Every time he's that. like. It was like, ah, ha, 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 Just to think yeah. that you had to cut your arm off to, like, survive. It's so crazy. Even though, like, I was only ever needed to watch that movie once. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever I strike out and go hiking, knowing good and well I'm not doing anything near what he was doing, I still be like, did I let anybody know where I am? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what if I fall and break something? Well, you got an yeah. iPhone, so I, I just, I just your hit, your, hit your ass with the find my iPhone location. You like, can find me? If I wanted to, I guess so. Don't be looking for me. I mean, I won't. Uh, wait, what? No, no, not too late. <laughs> but no. you would have to sign in, though. I would have to, like, know your, your, your Apple ID. Because basically, with the Find Find My Phone app, you basically sign in, mm -hmm. and anything that's attached, any uh, uh, item that's device, attached, yeah. att attached to that that iCloud account, will you can send a ping to it and find the location to it. Oh. So without you being signed in, I would I would have to go to app and be like, Hey, here's my wife's number. Can you find her? <laughs> She's been gone for three days. Why'd you come in two days ago? Oh, the house was quiet. <laughs> <laughs> We the kids kind of chilling. We went on a <laughs> Fraser binge. It was like no one complained about us eating pizza. pizza three days yeah, yeah, we had pizza. We ordered pizza on the day before, and the second day it was like, "Yo, want to get pizza again?" It was like, "Why are we? Why are we able to do this?" Mommy's gone. <laughs> That's when you realize. Yeah, it was like shit. Nobody we gotta go to the Apple store. We gotta go to the Apple store <laughs> right after this pizza comes. <laughs> I better send an email to everybody I know. If anything happens to me, he did it. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna do it. That would require X work. I don't care. I don't care. If I want anything you to doesn't be... happen to you, we probably didn't do it. <laughs> I'll put you in all the trouble with after hearing this shit. No, it don't matter. They're gonna look right at my phone's location and talk to the kid. I'm like, yeah, we was just out at home eating pizza. <laughs> oh my God. That's so sad. But yes, so go find out what type of thrill seeker you are, if one at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I wonder if there are, like, people that are thrill seekers in a sense that they just enjoy, like, live entertainment and the company of other people. Like, people, I just saw that picture of that concert. Just like, I just like concerts. I, yes. I will travel for concerts. I will stand in line for concerts. Like, that type of thing. Because I'm not that committed. Like, I'm at almost at the point where, like, they don't have a VIP lounge or boxes. 
I don't really want to be there. Look at you. I, it's Look not even. You. It's not even bougie. Like, uh-uh. it's anxiety. Uh-uh. It's anxiety no. mainly. Uh-uh. It's a little bougie, but it's mainly anxiety. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, I feel like you bougie for even saying that. Maybe. <laughs> and JID concert no, or the game concert was Especially like the last one. Especially being older, because you know, you know me in my twenties, I would not care. I would walk right into the, uh, the madness. The the madness and I would I was one of those people that was gonna charge ahead to stand exactly where I wanted to be in the crowd. I didn't care and I was so excited to be in the crowd. But now it's like that's too many people. I don't I forgot. want that. I don't want to be in the space with that many people. What concert I was at, I don't know if it was a gang concert, you got me tickets to or what. But I was in there and I remember standing where I was standing, watching. I just had my little space right here. And these two white dudes were like to my right or my left. And this black dude came with this white dude and this chick. And they were standing behind the white dudes. And then the, the chick kind of went in between them. And so the big dude that was with her, which I, I imagine was her guy, he just kind of like shoved the white dudes on the way. And they was like, yo, what the fuck, bro? He's like, the fuck you gonna do, white boy? And I was just like, I'm just standing there like, this is this is why I don't do GA. <laughs> and like, you could tell, like, the dudes wasn't doing it. I think it was a rap concert because they was just like, they was bobbing. And they, they didn't know what to do. Like, they just was like, bro, I'm just here to have a good time. Right. And he just came in like, what the what the fuck you going to do energy? And he's just like, bro, I don't want to be tough. I just want to I just want to watch the show. Why is everything like that? Right. Like, he did not have to do that. Right. Old girl did not have to cut in between them like that. But that would be fair in her 20s. And that would be some tall ass hood dude she fuck with. Like, what the fuck you going to do? Freckle boy. And I just be like, okay. I'm going to kill y'all at the show. <laughs> I ain't going to do it right now because we having a good time. But when I get back to my car, I'm going to get my gun and I'm going to shoot you in your thigh. <laughs> I don't want to kill you. I just want to invite you. You never go to another concert in the GA again. You don't have to be in the wheelchair section. <laughs> it's just like, nigga, we just having a good time. Why you got to come in here with that energy? Yo, okay. Um, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Bye, bye, but that, bye, bye. that probably would be me. Not very unaware of... You know the company you How keep. my actions. Yeah, whatever, nigga. You know the company key. You know that nigga was going to. She them. knew he was going to do that. That's why she did it so confidently. Yeah. I was like. I mean. The dude they was with like, oh, man, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he was high as fuck. He was like, oh, man, it's crazy. <laughs> that, yeah. That I'd be so mad. Um, I would have bit him. I would have bit this nigga. <laughs> You bite the fuck out of somebody. He, yeah, he might get a couple punches off, but now he got to tell somebody, yeah, this little bitch ass nigga bit the fuck out of me. He's like, yeah, I've actually literally bit a chunk out of this nigga. I still got it here. I put it in the Ziploc bag. This is nigga's thigh. You keep, you keep it in mm-hmm. your wallet. Yeah, you bite a nigga arm somewhere, but it's visible too. That nigga gonna have that chunk missing for the rest of his life. He be like, you a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, but nigga, you ain't gonna never look the same. Yeah, you got a couple of them off. Your t-shirts ain't never gonna fit the same play, boy. <laughs> That's so stupid and disturbing. I am looking through these questions on here, and I think maybe. You're a thrill seeker? I think so. Yeah, well, I'm not surprised at that. On a trip with no pre-planned routes or timetables. Ooh, that one was iffy. Part of me is like, ooh, that sounds interesting. But then the other part of me is like, that's a lot. So I want to read these questions real quick, and then we're going to wrap up. Okay. Um, So I'm just... Take the quiz now. You don't even have to go to Dr. Ken's site because I'm help, I'm about to help you. Look at me. You, you know. He's just doing the Lord's work, huh? I'm just out here being the sweet little angel baby I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, number one, I would like to explore strange places. Is that vagina or? Sir, Mr. Gentleman, don't look away. Don't look away. <laughs> Um, and the scale is one to five, one being not at all like me, five being very much like me, and you get the middle. Um, two. Strange places is, I don't know, it's very uh, broad, but I also feel like I have to do things with purpose. Like, I, I kind of glanced at one of the last questions, so uh, when we get to that one, I'll explain that more. But, uh-huh. like, I move with purpose and intent. Like, so the like, like, yo, let's just go to such and such, be like, for why? But we'll t- explain more when we get to that last one. That I'm it's, about. And part of me, I think that's 
uh, a little bit like me because I've gone to a new place just to go hiking. I did not know what the That's trail. A That's a reason though. When people be like, yo, let's go to Memphis and May for what? If you give me a reason, I can justify it. All right, for the live music and the food. All right, cool. But let's go to Memphis and May. Why? Nigga, could be popping. That don't mean shit. <laughs> nigga, jail is popping during a riot. You be like, oh, nigga, they got fireworks and smoke and tear gas. <laughs> Who gets that excited I'm about just, I'm just saying, like, that's a reason. That's a reason. But, like, let's just go to Memphis and May because it's popping. Nigga, sit the fuck down. You can mack on some hoes. What's the next question? <laughs> I get restless when I spend too much time at home. Absolutely. Yeah, but that's everybody. I feel like. I mean, there no. are some people that are homebodies. Not, so I can't say that's everybody. Yeah. But that most people like like to at least get out, and go to Target or something like that. But okay, all right. Um, so what would you be on that one, one to five? Oh, that's a that's a, a five for me. You know me. I'll be walking around and it's like I don't have anything to do. I want to go somewhere. Where you want to go? I don't know, but yeah. I want to do go something. I think I'm somewhere around a three or four for that one. Because I already travel so much that, like, sometimes I want to be at home. Yeah, I get that. Because mm. when, you know, when I had that job where I was traveling, you know, damn near two weeks a month, I, when I was at home, it was like, don't make me do things. Don't yeah. invite me anywhere. You also you also had, like, some weird coworkers. We got, we got, we got the chance to link up with one of Farron's coworkers when we were in San Diego, and he suggested that I... Chop my Tylenol up to like cocaine and start it through my nose because it'll get in my system faster. He did. He did. These are the people she used to hang out with. Yes. These are people who like after a full day like riding a hundred miles on their bicycles would drink them drink until like two, three in the morning and then have to be back up at five, six o'clock to do it all over again. So snorting Tylenol doesn't sound like that big of a deal. <laughs> it ain't just Tylenol. That's no BC. <laughs> oh my tongue. Like, I want this tongue. Tums? These rollers are getting my system faster. This. Um, number three. Mm -hmm. I like to do frightening things. Yes. I grew up in East Hamilton, so. But think about it, though. Like. Both of us, our first, well, my first time in Hawaii when we did the scuba diving thing, we both just kept jumping in the water, no fucking life vest on. Yeah, yeah, but this this is for you. I would have never did that. A lot of the stuff I do is really for fair. I mean, it was cool. It was really cool. I'm glad that we did it. It was a dope experience. We get to you talk about did? It. Yeah. I thought you, like, genuinely wanted to. I was, I just did, I mean, you suggested it. I'm like, all right, let's do it. Same thing with Molly. Also, something frightening that we did. <laughs> um, they have a roller coaster here, and you know how much I love roller coasters. I love roller coasters. I don't count those as frightening things, but maybe someone. Some would. people, yeah, some people can't do it. It's crippling. Yeah, um, I like wild parties. I used to, not so much anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not as safe anymore because you don't. I mean, unless you, like we got. If, unless we're throwing adults it. Adults about it. Yeah, we're, unless we're throwing it, or we know the people that are throwing it, and we know their temperament and can gauge the type of people who would be there. But like, uh, like my nigga Brody, it, it, Brody would have some wild parties and I'm sure he's calmed down a lot, but like thinking back on some of the parties I was like, I, should, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have, my wherewithal should have kicked in. I should have been like, mm -mm. <laughs> Your wherewithal? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Listen here, Grandpa. Yeah, I didn't know. I just what? had to collect my bears. <laughs> like, what happened? Uh, hey, guys. <laughs> We'll save the conversation for offline. Um, I would like to take off on a trip with no pre-planned routes or timetables. I feel like the controlling side of me and also the planner side of me, this, I would struggle. And I have to keep reminding myself to just go with the flow. Go with the flow. That would be something flow. I would love to do. But again, the controller side of me, mm -hmm. the planner like, side of me. We like, like to know what's, yeah. what's going on. We the, like to. The only way we'll be comfortable is like we knew we, we didn't have anything to do for two weeks. We had no obligations, which probably would never happen uh, for two weeks. And uh, financially, nothing would be a problem. Because like trying to buy a ticket same day, depending on where you're going, I could be $600, $700 minimum, right? So, I mean, if, let's say that we, when they was just like drove to Burbank and was like, let's just go to Vegas. That doable, right? Because I know we can afford the ticket. I know we'll be able to afford the hotel. When we get there, 
I don't know what's all open, so I don't know if we'll be able to go to shows or what, but maybe we can just do some touristy stuff. I don't know if the helicopter tours are back open. We could do a tour to the yeah. Grand Canyon, something like that. That's doable. But like going to these people that just hop a plane and go to a different country. Ooh. We kind of did it when we went to Europe together. We yeah. sat and mapped out a day travel to uh, Barcelona. Uh -huh. Paris. In Paris. Like, mm -hmm. they're like, let's just buy these tickets now. Yeah, that's true. Bought... I guess we did do that. Yeah. yeah, I guess we did do that, yeah. I mean, it wasn't as unscheduled because we kind of had in our minds that we wanted so we wanted to do something else while we were over. Well, I mean, yeah, but we didn't but know where, but yeah. We didn't know where. We and sat and we sat picked. We shout out to my mama. Shout out to Melody and shout out and to Dana. Dana, right. Dana was um, really clutch on that trip, too. She was. Yeah. My mom, Farron says, does not like her. My mom is just very. I'm I'm the firstborn and I'm a favorite. My my sister, my mom, my mom and my sister are like oil and water. Like they do not mix at all. But my sister did a good job that trip too. But Dana really stepped in because yeah. Farron was like you know protecting me, being a buffer between me and my mom. I love my mom to, to life, but she will repeat Small herself. Small doses. Small oh man, doses. she will. She, I had to microdose my mama like mushrooms. Um, <laughs> But she would talk, 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 talk. So Farron was a buffer. And when Farron needed a break, my sister Dana would tap her out. And she would stand there, oh, yes, Miss McCall's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we took yeah. some great pictures, man. The phone booth pictures yeah. and all of that. And pictures on top of the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower line. Oh, my God. Those days long. Oh, my God. <laughs> they had little mistress out to make it easy. But, man, it's a, a line. And then that, if you want to go to one, like the top of it, there's a line. And if you want to go to the tippy top. There's another line. There's two different elevators, but yo, they can't drive in Paris because there are no lines to like say. Oh, on the road, yeah. yeah like when you're just looking lane. down at the at the streets, it's like, how are you not just smashing into each yo. other? But they're not ag aggressive drivers. Like here, we need those boundary yeah. lines. Yeah, they're they they just don't seem as angry and aggressive as. I feel like they don't they don't respect time as much either. Not not respecting them as if they value time more. Like personal time, like so. Like I, I remember, we had went. To, I think we went to one place and they weren't open, but it says they should have been open. But they're just like, oh, we will get there when we get there. <laughs> but now we're having tea company. Your, we've talked about this. Your accents are terrible. I oh, need to so, stop. So so amazing. <laughs> they're terrible. Um. So number six, I prefer friends who are excitingly unpredictable. Number seven, I would like to try bungee jumping. That's very specific. Number eight, I would love to have new and exciting experiences, even if they are illegal. Oh, yes. Um, yes. I don't know about the bungee jumping one, though. Bungee jumping is one. I would never be able to do that because of, uh, what was his name, Trevor? Oh, from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh Prince. Hillary Banks, will you marry... I've never forgot that. I remember the day it aired. I saw it every Monday on time. And that right there stuck with me like no other. So no to the bungee jumping for me. No to the bungee jumping. But that's... And people can say what they want. But even Will Smith, when he did the whole bungee jumping thing, uh, when it was tied to the side of the helicopter, that was a big air thing. That, I mean, they had that big inflatable thing if something were to go wrong. So it stuck with him too. <laughs> it's like also, it's a, also his life. A lot of people depend on his livelihood, mm -hmm. so they're like, "No, you're not." His age is probably like, "Nigga, no." Right? You, when you're, you're a megastar, like Flow from uh, Progressive, I remember I went to this this uh, uh, this uh, what is it called? Not a sermon, but a panel, and it was her and a couple other big faces from like commercials and stuff like that. They were telling us the uh, protocol for what they could and could not do. That's in their contract. Flo can't change her hair, ever. Yeah, she can't get any tattoos or anything that would change her appearance of her in the commercials. She can't ride a motorcycle. Like a lot of big yeah. stars are not supposed to ride motorcycles because there are no doors, there are no bumpers, there are no yeah. seatbelts. So if you get in an accident, more than likely you're gonna die. So <laughs> <laughs> they have too much money invested in her and too much riding on her before. So she can't do a lot of stuff. She can't take random trips without letting her team know where she's going. So if something goes wrong, they can know where to look for her. Like it makes sense on a business level, but it's also like right. the bigger you get, you see this with celebrities. Less freedom you have. You work so hard to get financially free, but then it comes with so many imposed 
uh, restrictions on it that you don't even think about. Like with Kevin Hart, man, like think about when you get famous, you lose the luxury of just going to the mall, which is why a lot of people, you, I always, I always used to wonder like, why famous people spend all this money on Dior and stuff like that? But let me tell you now that I shot there. <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, you can give you some insider knowledge. You can go to the website, see what you like, call the store, and let them know what day you want to come in, and they will have everything set up for you. And they they they, they have it so only so many people could be in the store at a time. You ain't gotta stop and take a whole lot of pictures, shake hands, and now you worried about oh, COVID, right? Even before COVID, they're like you don't have to deal with all of that stuff. And honestly, if you don't want to do that, they will have a courier bring all the stuff to your house. Wow. You you call the store and be like, hey, I need some black shoes. And they were like, okay, we'll bring all the black shoes we have in stock. And they'll bring it that day or the next day. And they'll also send some extra stuff because that's what they like to do. They like to send, send others extra stuff. And we're like, and we, but also we have this, which pairs well with this. Mm -hmm. And we also have this bag and this bill. So they'll send $50,000, if not more, of uh, stuff to your house. And you keep what you want. And you call a courier. And they'll come and grab whatever's left. And then they'll just charge you. You have an account. That's the thing. You have an account when you start shop start shopping at these stores. I saw the guy that helped me out uh, with your 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 bag, your birthday. Uh, that gift. was anniversary. Anniversary gift. Um, I saw him out. I think two Fridays ago, a couple Fridays ago, uh, and he was like, "Oh, what's up, dude? How's how those um how's that bag working out for you?" I was like, "Oh man, it's cool." He's like, "Yeah, man. Remember, anytime you need something, just call me and I'll, I'll pull it to the side and just pull up there." He said, like, "Just call thirty minutes before you want to come." Oh wow, that's so dope. Yeah, so that's why. I, Hey, you People fancy? Do. No. I am dust. <laughs> Your words, no, no. I told you to stop saying it. You keep saying it. You want to do. You want to be dust. I don't want to be dust. I don't want to be dust anymore. <laughs> Can you save me, please? I'm gonna put some water in your mud. Anyway, this has been great. Are you? Are you a thrill seeker? Um, sensation seeker? Let us know. Thanks. Um, email us things also, you guys, at more to the story podcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, thanks for joining us. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.